Padres! Welcome to another Daily Devotion. I'm your host, El Padre. Today's chapter is actually going to be... Revelation 21! If you have not read it already, please go ahead and read it. This is a beautiful, wonderful chapter. You're going to really love it. Uh, for those of you, some of you, I can tell you've been anticipating for so long this, uh, the end of the book. Uh, for most of us who follow Jesus, this is where the excitement begins. Uh, if you think about, um, you know, you, you, when you're going to have a baby, right? Uh, the pregnancy is, is long. Uh, it's grueling, uh, sometimes it's painful, um, you know, then you hit labor, uh, and, and, and that's really tough, um, mostly for the wife, um, or the mom, and, uh, then comes the, the relief, right? The baby's out, the, everything is done, the healing has begun, uh, and, and you have this beautiful life. And out of that, it is, it's like everything is new. And so today, it's, it's kind of like that. <sighs> uh, the great white throne judgment is over. And now we enter in to chapter 21. Uh, this is um, beautiful. So just... To kind of recap, because even though um, there's a lot in the book of Revelation that you can't put in a timeline, some of it you can. So we're going to do this. Church age. And then you have the, the, the tribulation. And then you've got the great tribulation. Then you have uh, the second coming of Jesus. Uh, Satan is bound, the abyss, then this is the millennial reign, I probably am spelling all of this wrong, and then, uh, right, and then Satan is released again for a time, and then you have the great white throne judgment. And then this is where uh, this is where everything begins. This is exciting. So here is when uh, we see heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will uh, never pass away. You remember that one? So this is where we begin a brand new timeline. Everything here is done. Uh, the earth as we know it is no more. Uh, and so we actually began a, a totally new creation. Uh, there's, in chapter 21 in particular, there's uh, a new heaven and earth, and on it is a new Jerusalem. What's amazing about this, some of the characteristics that I think are, are really neat, is that first off we see this in verse 3, it, he says this, look, God's dwelling is with humanity and he will live with them. One of the beautiful characteristics now is that God lives with us, the righteous. 
the same. And not only that, um, it says that they will be his people and God himself will be with them and will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, pain will be no more because the previous things have passed away. Uh, the, the things of this life are done. They are gone. Um, to me, that's super beautiful. And then it also ends this, this section. He says this, I will freely give to the thirsty from the spring of the water of life. So those of you who are, 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 are maybe you're, you're a little parched. Man, I'm, I'm parched. You can know you're, there's unlimited life here. Those of you who have struggled to find life, you can find the life in Jesus. Uh, it, it may take a little bit to get there, for your body to get there. But let me tell you this, if you trust in him, uh, he will be your source of life. And so here we go. If we keep going, um, this is interesting too, that while this is taking place, the new heaven and the new earth and God is hanging out with everybody and Jesus is like the light of the world and they don't even have to have a sun or a moon anymore. Uh, all of that is taking place simultaneously there's still a hell. Um, and for all eternity, there is a separation. Um, this reminds me, I think it's in Luke, when it talks about how Abraham is in heaven and there's a guy, a rich man in, in hell, and he says, can you send somebody back? And he's like, nobody will believe it. But he talks about this chasm between them. Uh, this, I don't know. I don't know if they're super connected or on purpose or not, but... I'm reminded of this. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to point out before we get too far uh, is that Jesus, uh, well, the God says this in verse 5. The one seated on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. I think that there are times that people get so discouraged with where we're at, they look around at the world, they see the frustrations, they see the sin, they see the corruption, and they think, this is exhausting. I just need it to be new. I need something fresh. Let me tell you this. If you need something fresh and something new, the only way you're truly gonna get that is from the Lord. Uh, from God, our Father, He's the only person that can provide fresh, He's the only person that can provide new. Um, what, as a Christian, the beauty of this chapter, when it talks about how the things of the past, there won't be tears anymore. Uh, you're not going to need to cry. Uh, and the tears that you possibly might tear up would be happy tears. Um, you're going to be with the Father. You're going to be interacting. I When I was reading this and studying for this, I, I just felt like, you know, like, uh, I have a lot of kids, and the way that I picture this is just how I interact with my kids at home. Maybe he'll be a little happier than I am sometimes, because sometimes I'm a meanie and I shouldn't be, but, you know, whatever, we're all, I don't know, I'm not going to justify anything. But the point is, like, on days when I'm a good dad, right, like, and we're wrestling, we're just hanging out, and we're doing father-son, that father-daughter stuff, like, that's the kind of relationship that is going to take place. Uh, it, it, it's 
In the same way we can dwell with the Lord in the sense that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us and we have a relationship with Him and we study the Word, uh, and it feels like there's still a distance because we don't have His manifest presence here with us. Uh, we can't touch Him necessarily. A day is coming when we will. And that is exciting. That is glorious. And I think that if there's anything that you should get out of these chapters, it is that for those who are righteous, this is good news. We win. Uh, for those who are unrighteous, now is the time to repent. Because the lake of fire is where you're going to be. Don't harden your heart. Loosen your heart. Repent of your sin. Lord, I, I just lift up everybody who's watching this video right now. Father, I, I ask that if there's anybody here that fits into the category that um, is listed here in, in, in chapter 21, Lord, if there's any cowards watching, any faithless, detestable, or murderers, uh, any sexually immoral, any sorcerers, idolaters, and liars, Lord, we pray that they would repent now before it's too late. In Jesus' name, amen. Alrighty, guys, uh, tomorrow is our final day with Pastor Dan concluding our, our reading plan. And so if you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Please share these videos with your friends and family. We want to see as many people grow into mature disciples as possible. And so in an effort to do that, um, please help us. Peace out, girls. Yeah.